Stop Darren Waller. Stop the Giants. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Your team every day. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. This episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So, anybody that's been an Arizona Cardinals fan for a while knows that the tight end position is one that's Tough to be defended by players wearing Arizona Cardinals uniforms. Going into week two with the New York Giants coming into town, he seems to be their best offensive option, not named Saquon Barkley. So it just seems like that would be a perfect storm of what we've seen in the past with just the next great tight end that comes into play uh, at State Farm Stadium. Now, I do want to take a second here before getting into that. We're going to talk about, you know, keys to victory, path to victory, uh, what the Cardinals can improve on from last week to, to Sunday to potentially get a victory. I implore people to appreciate the NFL throughout the season. And that sounds dumb, but just hear me out. So usually first four or five weeks, everybody's in new, exciting, fun. Everybody, you know, appreciates the last three or four weeks because, oh, the season's coming to an end. Uh, playoff pictures really starting to take shape, et cetera. But that chunk in the middle eight, nine, 10 weeks, people just take it for granted. And everybody loves the NFL more than everything else, but it's like, oh, cool, another football game is on next week. Oh, cool, Sunday. Oh, cool, Sunday ticket. Oh, cool, awesome, awesome, awesome. And then towards the end of the season, like, man, where did this season go? I implore people, every second, cherish it this year. Uh, so, you know, Daniel Jones, Brian Dable, uh, almost Arizona Cardinals head coach, Mike Kafka, uh, OC over there in New York, coming to State Farm Stadium after getting absolutely and unequivocally embarrassed on Sunday Night Football in Week One against Dallas Cowboys, losing losing forty to nothing. It's one thing to give up a forty burger, but it's also something to compound that with a good old goose egg in the point column. So the Cardinals, like if we're going to compare one game to the other, played better than the Giants did in week one. The opponent, not even close to the same. You'll take it, though, if, if you're an Arizona Cardinals fan. So Giants coming into town, and they've got an interesting offensive setup. As I mentioned, you know, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Brian uh, Brian Dable led offense, even though Mike Kafka is calling the plays. And then you have a guy like Darren Waller just coming in, after getting acquired by the uh, from the uh, Vegas Raiders in the offseason, they kind of stole him, it seems like, for what they had to give up. But, you know, the Raiders are the Raiders. The Raiders are a mess for different reasons than just on the field. So I, I you know, I tease the question, is it stop Darren Waller, stop the Giants? Kind of? Like, I feel like 
Saquon Barkley is going to get his, even though he didn't look great against the Cowboys. The Cowboys looked like the best defense ever created in week one. Who's more important to stop, Saquon Barkley or Darren Waller? And the way I think about it is, everybody's going to have eyes on Saquon Barkley every play. Darren Waller is their number one receiving option and number two receiving option. He's big, he's strong, he's got good hands. He is limited right now, I think with a hamstring, but there, by all accounts, he got limited practices in throughout the week. Uh, he's not questionable for Sunday yet, so I would assume he's, he's going to be full go. I just have this nightmare fuel in the back of my head thinking 10 catches, 120 yards, two touchdowns. That's just what I'm thinking. If the Cardinals don't scheme properly to defend him. Because if Darren Waller starts going nuts, they've got a lot of other fast receivers. Isaiah Hodgins, Sterling Shepard, Wondell Robinson. Like they've got guys. And Darren Waller seems to be the heartbeat of that room. I know he's a tight end, but seems like he's the guy that steers the way. And if they start getting humming with Daniel Jones, it's going to be trouble in River City for the Cardinals. They're, they're, I mean, uh, you know, they're <laughs> they're heavy underdogs again at home. So, I mean, I just think that I was marking this game just because of Darren Waller. When Darren Waller got traded, I'm like, wait, when, when do they play the Giants again? Oh, week two. That should be interesting. That should be interesting. I just feel like if you can keep Saquon Barkley in front of you and keep him out of the end zone, between the 20s, things like that, Darren Waller could take the top off a of defense. He could run over corners, run over safeties, run over linebackers. It's just different. It's more debilitating if it's Darren Waller doing the, doing the work. And it's just one of those things. And it's not just Cardinal-centric, like, the Raiders seem to always lead the NFL in penalties. Doesn't matter who the player is. Doesn't matter who the coach is. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. It's just one of those things. Cardinals can't defend tight ends. And they haven't been able to for a long time. So it would just lend me to think, even though this is Arizona Cardinals 2.0 and completely different regime and definitely different players than what we've seen over the last couple of seasons, it's just one of those things. So with that, if you're going to do your daily fantasy, I would look at Darren Waller. I was fancy locked on Cardinals. Uh, you know, go to the YouTube channel, please. Search Locked on Arizona Cardinals. Subscribe. Just, yeah. I think, it, I think it's the right move. Um, okay. What do the Cardinals need to improve upon in week two? on top of what they did in week one to hopefully position themselves for victory. Um, there's a couple things. We'll hit it next. This episode of Lockdown Cardinals is brought to you by the Game Time app. I love the Game Time app. Can I just say that? Is that cool? Is that all right? A couple concerts I want to go to couple comedy shows I want to go to. The first place that I go is the Game Time app, okay? Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. That's number one, okay? Like, 
they've got discounts, they've got tickets for everything, and it's on your phone. Everything's digital now, obviously. We're a long way away from printing out MapQuest directions and tickets to a concert. Okay, forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the of the event. Okay, you, you can get exclusive uh, exclusive flash deals on tickets for uh, football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, whatever it is. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and roll for less, Game Time will credit you one hundred ten percent of the difference. You can get images of your seats before you buy, so you know exactly what the seats are going to look like. That is bad bleep. That is awesome. That is awesome. It's like, wow, I wonder, is there obstruction with these seats? Click on it, boop, nope, I'm good to go. Buy them. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you'll never have to, have to dig through email. So download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply, okay? But again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONNFL for 20 bucks off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price. Get run, teeth. I'm back. Alex Lancey. That's me. DM me on Twitter. I love the people that do just asking questions, topic ideas, whatever. I, I say a lot, you know, for every day or that I, I've got stuff I can talk about. I mean, it's the middle of the NFL season, but if you, if there's anything specific you want to talk about, go to at Clancy's corner on Twitter, send me a DM. I'm not doing it for followers. I just want to interact, leave comments in, in YouTube, on the YouTube channel. It's how we make this our podcast. So, Cardinals lose week one, uh, had a valiant showing, even though it was against not a top-tier quarterback, good defense, okay offense, um, had a defensive score, and then a handful of uh, uh, field goals. What can they do in week two that they didn't do so well in week one? Let's start with the positives, things they did in week one. The pass rush early on looked good. It looked different. It looked swarming. They have five, six, seven, eight guys in that room constantly being subbed in for fresh legs, staying fresh, going against an offensive line that plays every down. Um, pass rush doesn't have to be that. Jonathan Gannon and Nick Rollins, excuse me, implemented that. Um, had the, the uh, fumble, strip sack. Cam Thomas fell on it pretty much in the end zone for the score. That was good. Offense, not so much, was good. Uh, Rondo Moore, there, was, there were a couple of splash plays. So what the, the lens that I'm looking at the offense through until Kyler Murray comes back is adjustments. That's really it. You know, it's like, okay, first couple series, terrible. And then Drew Petzing had the uh, – had the trick-ish play to Hollywood Brown for a chunk game. Rondell Moore down the sideline where Josh, Joshua Dumps do an absolute dime. Um, so then you saw, okay, adjustments on the fly. Contingency plans. James Conner looked okay. I mean, the offensive line looked okay. Paris Johnson Jr. on pass downs did not allow one quarterback pressure. That's a win. Okay, those things are wins. Will Hernando was graded highly by pro football focus, got beat a couple times pretty badly. But all in all, like the scheme was fine. It's ugly. Okay. Like it's 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 not like 
it's not flashy. Ugly is not the right word. It's not flashy. It's an adult NFL offense. Run the ball, play action, take shots downfield at, at choice times. Zach Ertz looked okay. Trey McBride had a catch and run that, that looked good down the sideline. So there's little things that you pick up on. This is very character-driven in 2023, player-driven. How well did that player improve throughout the year to solidify a potential spot for the future? Not necessarily how many points they scored. Now, obviously, getting to the end zone is important, all of those things. I understand all of those things. But we're kind of looking at this in like a preseason football lens, but it's in the regular season. Scores don't really matter. One-score games are important, obviously, to kind of test the metal of this roster and the coach and play calling, whether it be offensive or defensive. But win-loss, although always the most important, isn't the metric for success for the Cardinals in 2023 solely. So the, the things they need to improve upon going into Sundays, Josh Dobbs seemed to be better. He didn't look good. Looked okay. Less than a month in the in the offense. Okay, first time playing with, with the majority of these players, aside from James Conner, because they both spent time in Pittsburgh. I don't even know if they were on the field together in an NFL game, but they know each other. They're familiar with each other. Josh Dobbs needs to be better. He needs to get rid of the ball faster. When the pass rush is approaching, needs to be a little bit more flexible. I'd like to see him outside the pocket a little bit more. Show that mobility. He's got a pretty good arm. I mean, he, he threw a couple absolute laser-perfect passes in week one. And then, not to be overshadowed, but overshadowed by very simple NFL quarterback throws that he did not complete. So, you know, I mean, this is... Jonathan Gannon's choice. You trust the front office and you trust Jonathan Gannon for choosing the best quarterback. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he comes out and lays an egg, if Clayton Toon will play week three. Jonathan Gannon did mention that, you know, it's a week by week basis. He said that right when the season started, but Joshua Dobbs sounds like he's very confident that he's going to be the starter for the foreseeable future. But Joshua Dobbs needs to be better. It starts with that. It starts with that. And with that, you know, not turning the ball over. I mean, that's something that um, there's a couple different schools of thought. Cardinals get close and lose. That's the best case scenario instead of them actually getting wins. Um, those two fumbles in week one led directly to the Cardinals losing. And the defense can <laughs> – I, I – I, uh, okay, so. The Cardinals' defense has been the strength of the team since 2018 through the Cliff Kingsbury years. And I go back and forth with a lot of fans and, and people listen to the podcast and, and on Twitter and stuff that they're like, oh, Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, how can it be a strength? The more stable side of the football has been the defensive side of the ball. And we saw that in week one also. Even though they're severely undermanned, have some injuries vacated spots on the defensive line like Zach Allen and Rashard Lawrence who was cut and Byron Murphy in the cornerback room and Marco Wilson stepping in to play CB1 like the defense is still the strength so how the defense can improve is kind of just do it again but now that now there's a real playoff team that they're playing against there's a real playoff team that they're playing against Daniel Jones won a playoff game. Very sneaky, fast, sneaky, elusive, can get you chunks on the ground. Saquon Barkley's a pro bowler. Darren Waller is a fringe pro bowler. 
they've got guys. Now, sure, you have Jahan Dotson, Terry McLaurin from last week, but it was Sam Howell. Like, say what you want about Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is a top 15 quarterback in the league. Sam Howell is not. So the Cardinals doing it again on defense would be an upgrade. If they can get after Daniel Jones with Andrew Thomas hobbled, I think he's questionable to play at the time that I'm recording this podcast. Evan Neal playing okay on the other side. The interior is kind of a mess of the offensive line. If the Cardinals can do it again, that would be a huge step forward and kind of a surprise step forward like week one was. And, you know, we'd like to see Buda Baker with a little bit more impact. It's hard to gauge impact from his position when there's so many holes on the other side, you know, throughout the 11 that are on the field at any given time. But to improve, replicate last week against a better opponent means that they performed better this week than they did last week, even though they've performed pretty well last week. And then the offensive line for the Cardinals. I mean, this is going to be the story. They played fine last week. Paris Johnson had good numbers. He got beat a couple times in his first in his first game as a pro. The interior of the offensive line is still a problem. Uh, it's been a problem. But Joshua Dobbs didn't do the offensive line any favors last week. Um, so those are the, you know, what, what they can improve upon. And then the last thing is no bad penalties. This should have been first, but no bad penalties. Unnecessary roughness. 15 yards, taking the quarterback's head off. Jalen Thompson had another one. Paris Johnson Jr. pulled somebody off a pile, which I don't understand why that's a 15-yard penalty. I don't know if he knew the rule. I don't know if he didn't care or, you know, whatever's the heat of the moment. But the penalties, 122 yards, I believe it was, that's got to stop. 45 of those were on that one or two drives. Like, that's got to stop. And I think, I, you know, that's one big question mark going into – going into, you know, this season with Jonathan Gannon, et cetera. It's like, was that a coach not having control or was that players just seeing red because their coach talked them up so much, like go hit people hard that it was like, okay, well, they're bang, bang plays kind of thing. And they got, they got flagged for all of them. I think it's the latter, but we're going to see more on Sunday. Pass rush, do it again. Offensive line against a better front than Washington. It seemed though Montez Sweat and Jerron Payne played very well. I think they're a more complete defense in New York. Josh Dobbs needs to play better. Penalty yards need to be slashed by like 70%. Alex Nancy locked on Cardinals. What's the path to victory? What is all of those things, all the things they need to improve on, what does that need to look like in a tight-knit situation? I will discuss that as we move on here. Locked on Cardinals. Your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right. So here's the thing. Therapy is important, okay? I've been to therapy, you know, multiple times throughout my life, different, different experiences, different things. I mean... Life's hard sometimes, okay? And if you're start, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try, okay? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. You know, it's like, 
say you're having, you know, racing thoughts, okay, and you can't sleep. Say, you know, you're, you're distracted at work. And there's just things going on in your head, and you can't really put it all together. The people at BetterHelp can help with that. Okay, entirely online, convenient, flexible, suitable for your schedule. Okay, get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit, visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. This episode is also brought to you by Prize Picks. I love Prize Picks too. I do. I love Prize Picks also because it's easy. It's simple. It's the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less than their pro- than their projected stats, and place your entry. Testing my skills on Prize Picks this season is the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can turn 10 bucks into 250 bucks with a few taps. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to a hundred bucks. Alex Nancy, Locked On Cardinals. Uh, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Everydayers, thanks for hanging out. If you've been here since 2017, thank you. If this is your first listen ever, thank you. Come back on Monday here. Path to victory for the Cardinals. Stop Darren Waller. Keep Saquon Barkley in front of you. Protect Joshua Dobbs. And have Joshua Dobbs level up a little bit from his gameplay last week. Pretty simple. You know, and with stopping Darren Waller, that means getting pressure on Daniel Jones. Like these things, it's like, well, obviously, any of any these things are for any team if they want to win in the NFL. Sure. And the Cardinals need to play to their strengths, of which they've got a couple. It seems like the pass rush is a strength through one week. I can only gauge this on what we've seen so far. And that defense had blood flowing through their veins and drive flowing through their veins that we hadn't seen in the Cliff Kingsbury era. We hadn't. I know it's a small sample size. If they do it again, great. We can double down on this. If not, can revisit. The defense looks supercharged, regardless of who is on the field. Zayvon Collins had two turnovers. I know that I got some pushback and and on this um on various social media outlets, like Zayvon Collins didn't look great. He was just there twice in a good spot. I don't necessarily see that. Um, I The Cardinals need, just need to get better every week. They need to get better every week. And that could mean different things in different weeks. You know, say the pass rush takes a step back, but the cornerback room really steps up. Say there's zero sacks allowed by Joshua Dobbs. Like, it can look so many different ways. And you'll notice that I'm not really talking about the skill position players on offense. The wide receiver group is going to be the wide receiver. We're going to see. 
This is all predicated upon Joshua Dobbs' performance, which is all predicated upon how the offensive line can protect him, plus how Joshua Dobbs can get rid of the ball quickly and be a little bit more elusive outside the pocket. I'd love to see Rondo Moore and Hollywood Brown really start to ingrain themselves in this offense, but just a reminder, this is not Cliff Kingsbury's offense. You know, I mean, you know that, you're smart, I get it. But this is a run-first, play-action-laden offense that can take shots down the field, but it's a lot more safe than what we've seen over the last, when did they change to 17 games? 48, 17, 65 games for the Cardinals, 65, 66. It's different. A lot more sustained drives. A lot more, I called it boring football before. Boring is good with flashes of great. Boring is good with flashes of fun. So the path to victory. Do what they did last week. Joshua Dobbs needs to step up a little bit. And the offensive line needs to help him do so. Will the Cardinals win? I don't think so. Um, I need to see Joshua Dobbs actually prove that he's an NFL caliber quarterback before we can decide that the Cardinals are, are projected to win a game. Um, I'll say 27-13, I think is what I said, 27-10, 27-13 Giants. It's going to be that. I mean, I'd like to see the Cardinals score their first offensive touchdown of the year. It'll be a bonus. Um, we'll see. This is a growing process, and this is a very, very good test for the Cardinals before they go through a gauntlet the next five weeks. Alex Nancy locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you on Monday.